Hi and welcome to the show. This is GroundUp's very first session, I would say. And um, I was supposed to get uh, actually somebody on, but this someone had no time in the last minute. So I prepared everything. So I had a free opening time to do the show, this podcast. This is actually a show where I am supposed to interview some entrepreneurs uh, to ask them about how they actually made it which means that I'm not interested in actually how, how what they are doing currently. Um, we all know they are doing nice and fine and everybody's bragging about their successes and whatnot. But this is not the this is not what this show is all about. It's usually actually just about how everybody got started because everyone here has some hurdles to overcome. For example, not having enough money to get started funding a company and stuff like that. And so I'm more interested in, in these topics, like how did you get started um, getting an investor relationship? How did you get started getting like your fundings going and all those little hurdles that are on the way at the beginning of, of the entire thing of your journey as an entrepreneur. So let's talk about my stuff first, maybe because I'm maybe I'm the first guest here right now. So Hi, <laughs> I'm, I'm the first guest of my show. All right. So once I finished with the school, um, I instantly began starting as a freelance sound engineer. And this was also my first company. So first I started as a stagehand, like putting the wires on stage and learning from a guru guy in a club where there was live and DJ music. And I was always in, interested in music. I am playing drums myself and I was playing in like four bands. One was like more like a death trash metal band, rock bands and stuff like that. And I always had like an affinity to sound engineering and I was pretty, uh, you know, like <clears throat> extremely motivated to, to get things done because I was young and I thought, okay, cool. Being a sound engineer and making money that way is very interesting for me at this stage of my life because it combined like uh, my passion as a sound as a musician as well as the knowledge and the skills needed to be actually um, there for the musicians so after a while uh, the musicians that i made the sound for actually came back to me and they said hey this is something extraordinary no other sound engineer has ever done because like I, I know how to treat uh, musicians on stage. I know what the fear is if you're on a big stage. So they felt really comfortable with me and they were always asking like, what's my background? And I told them, hey, I'm just one of you, but um, sitting on the other side, you understand? Like being being the musician who is actually a sound engineer for other musicians. This was like the, the thing that kept me going and it was quite successful. So I soon got my first job I was able to get my first rent ready, my flat. And um, so this was like my first hire at this club. So and there I learned like a ton of, of how to treat people, how to be stress resistant. And um, actually it can be extremely stressful imagining if some signal or some microphone is not working like five minutes before the show starts and there is like 500 people in the room and you are responsible you're the only guy responsible for getting the the um, actual show ready and uh, 
make sure that everything runs perfect. Now imagine if 500 people are actually looking at you and you're just screwing around, sweating, uh, finding the, the wrong cable or the burn signal or something like that. So there's a lot to do with um, being stress resistant and stress management actually. And at this time, I actually really le learned how to be stress resistant and how to actually handle the, the, these hardcore situations um, pretty nicely. So after a while, I was thinking, okay, why not really start like a company and why not work for bigger stages and why not like get started with getting bigger concerts and maybe go on tour with bands and, you know, like scaling this entire thing up. So, um, and I did that. So I had like the first company with 19 years of age. Um, the thing was that um, I had some randomly picked crew members of this um of this company which are all were freelancers and the thing was that I wasn't really sure um, how to actually you know gather and recruit the right people to the company so and that was a big issue that was the reason actually why why I quit uh, why I quit with this company a little later on because I picked the wrong people so at this stage we were like seven people everybody was like a freelance sound engineer and um, so we managed to get like really good big bigger contracts working for bigger companies getting a lot more money getting more revenue and work 24 7 uh, the best the best time for this company was actually uh, in christmas time we had a lot of like christmas parties for companies to do and the best uh, the best week was like um, 37 people at four stages, uh, 24 seven hours, seven days this week. And we were actually charging around $25 an hour per person. So you can imagine that this week, uh, this Christmas week was pretty lucrative for everyone, but it was extremely stressful. And this is when, 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 when shit hit started, started to hit the fan actually, because I was responsible for, you know, getting the payout, um, paying other people's rent actually, uh, and getting the, the money for them. So, and I quickly moved from operating, like doing actual uh, sound engineering stuff and actually being there on like in the field working to being the badass guy behind the computer, uh, checking the Excel sheets and making sure that everybody gets paid. And if someone didn't get paid or if the customer or the, or the client didn't send the money over, I had to really, you know, handle the stress and everything. So this was when I soon realized that the way this company works actually is pretty okay on the revenue side of things. Uh, in the first two or three weeks, uh, two or three months, we generated around 140,000 uh, euros in revenue. But this was just really, really painful to, to handle and manage. So as so I actually basically got my first burnout with 22 or something. <laughs> so <laughs> this is this is like the true story. So I quit uh, this company actually and I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't really aware of of, um, of the state of the people around me. And I just surrounded myself with some random people who actually just were there, you know. And if I told them, hey, there's a job. They said, okay, let's do this. But it wasn't really like um, 
I wouldn't do that any longer. I would more take more time in the hiring process or in the finding the right people process. <clears throat> so yeah, I was moving way too fast and I was working with the wrong minded people at this time. So I learned a ton from that stage of my life actually. And I actually moved on to something that I could manage myself. And this was actually the moment where I thought, okay, with the company, with my sound engineering company, um, I wanted to get more present uh, on the internet, like setting up websites. And there, there wasn't even Facebook at this point in time. <laughs> so um, having a company website was really um, the goal, actually. So I set up the website and then I get the analytics and actually no one really were interested on my website except me and maybe two or three other friends of mine. This was like the only IP addresses showing up on Google Analytics. And I thought, hey, this internet thing is very interesting. Um, maybe I can use it to get more exposure and stuff. And so the first the first thing I actually did in online marketing or in digital marketing was that I, uh, since my background was a uh, musician actually, um, I wanted to actually you know, um, be there for musicians, work more in the in the studio. And this was something that I could do myself, like renting out the studio place and then recording everything and mixing it um, at home in my home studio and stuff. So this is what I did then and working also on the company's website. So and after, after that, I just realized, okay, uh, they also created a lot of like live recordings, film recordings, and they did some music videos and, and bands wanted to just get out there for the crowds and for the fans and just create and, and publish actually uh, music videos and, and all sorts of thing. So I, I realized soon that um, I, we are both searching exposure. I'm searching for the company that I had and they were searching to get their name out and get more listeners and fans out. And this was the moment where I started researching like how to rank YouTube videos and how to grow your, your subscribers on YouTube actually. And so then I, I started to use those shady things like bots and scrapers and, and everything that Basically, everybody has to go through once they decide to do something like, first of all, you do a lot of mistakes and you use the wrong tools and the wrong mindset and everything. And then I started to actually arbitrage traffic, which means that I researched some companies that provided views, likes, comments and stuff on for YouTube. So I bought them for dirt cheap, like for, I don't know, like five bucks for thousand uh, views. And I saw I reselled it or arbitraged it for like 50 or 100 bucks for 1000 views because I was kind of the only one doing it at this time. So it was a pretty lucrative business, but um, I wasn't really sure if the views were holding or if there were real views. So I had a lot to worry at this time. I believe <clears throat> there were all fake views and YouTube just found out about it. So it wasn't really a, a a really cool business, like a solid business or something like that. It just, you know, worked and I showed everyone the data. And so everybody wanted to get traffic from me. So the first actual online marketing, um, digital marketing, performance marketing related things that I did was actually um, traffic arbitrage. This was like the first first thing I did. And after it, a while, <clears throat> some other companies came to me, like hearing that I'm, I'm promoting 
good uh, YouTube stuff like for musicians and so they asked to promote their ad videos as well for other companies and this was actually the time where I started to realize that okay I'm working on my own I feel really comfortable doing that and I have a really strong work ethic and I'm working more than I, I try to outwork my last day so to speak um, so and then I thought okay uh, let's start a little advertising agency actually back in the days and so I started my own um, full service um, ad and marketing agency so and then I thought okay so the internet is interesting but if something goes wrong um, I need some brick and mortar style of thing so I thought okay it's maybe a good idea to actually start with the ad agency and set up some merchandise for for bands and then I was researching like how to do how to print uh, t-shirts how to do merchandise like buttons and stuff so then I had my first creative shop for the agency and we were printing and doing stuff for musicians we were we were creating t-shirts we had like plotters we were printing out and um, some some logos for them and also for cars you know for band band tour cars tour buses like the entire logos and and things and so it worked pretty okay but it was really a pain in the ass work because you had to be really concentrated and focused and not mess up like 100 t-shirts at this time this was like a huge investment for me so i needed to make sure that uh, everything worked nicely and so it took enormous time so i needed Again, I needed uh, um, um, people to help me. And so I did the same mistake as before because I wasn't even listening to my mistakes or I didn't reflect my mistakes by picking the wrong people. And so this kept going on and going on. Like picking the wrong people to work with was really like a bad, bad, bad thing, that bad karma. So yeah, this was like that. So and this so we started doing like merchandise because i wanted something in case the internet doesn't work anymore so i started okay doing like the creative workshops and this was pretty nice as well we had some bigger contracts and in the at the same time i was learning about like ranking um, websites like doing the seo stuff on google so I had some good successes with this and I thought, hey, maybe I'm up to something because organic traffic is true, true, real visitor traffic. And if I have some ideas about what Google wants, um, I might be able to rank some other websites as well. So I soon started then to, you know, do search engine optimization for other companies. Uh, one of my biggest contracts or, or biggest projects were actually working for the Vienna Symphonic Orchestra and just making sure they are ranked nicely and their ticketing and billing system is also worked nicely where you can purchase actual tickets to their uh, concerts. And I first, I, I then also integrated to social media, to Facebook, and I was using all the expensive SEO analytics and tools and everything. And I got some nice keywords ranked for them as well, but this wasn't really uh, satisfying for me because it was so much just data and stuff that I wasn't really sure that 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 it is just huge data gathering and you have to do like the stupid manual work and work your backlinks up and everything was just a mess actually so this was also lucrative but <laughs> still not what i really wanted so 
at this time I had plenty of, of you know skills with online marketing with having my own companies um, but I didn't develop the skill of like picking the right people to work with to build up a great company a great spirit a great tribe so this was still missing for me this type of, of um, thinking and this type type of, of education so and after that um, actually I was was not sure if I wanted to really live this boring life to be like an SEO expert and I was looking to renting out a place again a studio place with some friends of mine actually and um, the, at this stage I was really looking into getting uh, involved in some more brick and mortar mortar businesses because I wasn't really sure if um, what I was doing is any good for longer because the problem in search engine optimization is that sometimes you, you can't see results um, but only after like three or six months and then this was really like extremely sick actually because I know that after three or six months Google has changed the algorithms completely so it was very uh, it was again a very risky business to be in you know on one day you could make like a fortune with it but on the other day if Google has the hiccups again you're maybe out of business instantly without you knowing it actually so I thought okay uh, this search engine optimization is also pretty unstable and I don't like it so and um, yeah that was the moment where I was um, working with offline companies like marketing uh, developing some some market entry strategies for for it let's say like an organic energy drink for example or to work again with musicians on market on their marketing strategies and then I soon realized that I by this time I actually also created like a personal brand because everybody knew that I'm I'm like kind of interested in I'm kind of an engineer in like an audio engineer and I do marketing stuff and online so everybody knew that my name was was actually recognized in this area well then some someday um, like a good business friend and and a friend of mine came by and was asking me hey he was on a business trip uh, in America and he found out that Americans are already smoking these electronic cigarettes and he wanted to actually import them to Austria and he was asking like hey you have like a gra graphics guy you have a film film crew you you have like a studio why not why not you guys want to set up my marketing like setting up the logos the brands and the, the you know everything for the cigarette so we did this and um, as time went by um, this electronic cigarette sold like I don't know now it has a yearly revenue of 1.5 to 4 million euros something like that so this was a extremely early stage of, of this electronic cigarettes hype and my friend had a really good feeling about that and he's driving like a Maserati right now again and everything so this went really well now I was fortunate enough to be part of this cool program and project and I said okay you know I want to really develop more skills in online marketing and he said like okay you know what <clears throat> like here are the keys for the new shop I'm having um, if you like you can work there six eight months and actually just be there sell the cigarettes and in the meantime 
and you can do whatever you like, like learning or, or writing articles, uh, setting up websites, uh, whatever it was. So, and I took the chance because I knew I got like my daily income ready and it was pretty nice actually, sold really well. And I learned like selling a product that way, the proper way. I was learning like, okay, so you can optimize your, your actually, <clears throat> if you're talking to people, uh, you can actually um, really optimize and learn how to sell one item. And he said like Tobias, the thing that you're, you're a smart guy and you, you do a lot of stuff, but the thing that you don't do is like do one thing the right way and stick to this one thing. And yeah, sure, because I was actually afraid all the time. So it was fear that kept me searching for the right thing, actually, and not like, you know, standing up against the fear and actually making sure that um, I wasn't driven by fear, but by, by strength, actually, by honor and stuff. So I was driven by fear uh, of failure. I was really afraid of failing all the time. And this was like the biggest um, skill I developed is to reflect and realize if you're driven by fear or by some positive energy, actually. And then I realized, okay, the only thing that I really, really can um, um, actually control and manage is myself. So I thought, okay, you know what, why not start building up a brand for yourself? Because as long as you live or even longer, people will recognize your name and will identify your, you as a personal brand. And I thought, okay, that's might maybe stable because I'm, I'm me, you know, and <laughs> as long as I stay myself, um, I'm actually, I don't need, you know, I don't need to change or something. I just need to develop my, my own brand and my own, uh, my own, uh, personal person to be like the brand and the company. And then I was researching, okay, how the hell should I do this? And then first, like Frank Kern, even Pagan, all the big guys, I was researching them and I was just simply mind blown that actually they are branding themselves and they have something like, like sales funnels in place and they're collecting emails. And so this was a completely new and big area that I didn't know existed. So then I started to buy like those ClickBank products, you know, like in the good old days and I was getting like tens, I don't know, 15, 20 products per week or something to learn. And uh, I just, you know, I was buying a lot of shit. <laughs> I don't know how to say it differently than that. So I was buying a lot of, of crap and garbage and scam stuff. But I learned like about <clears throat> how funnel, funnels work and about the entire process. So, and in the time I also developed some really good sales copy skills actually in the time. I was really good at finding like short and to the point slogans and headlines and stuff like that. So I was really, really also creative and I loved, I loved this creative process about advertisements. So and then I've invested in a, in a mentor who was teaching me like how to set up your own funnels, how to set, how to sell your own informational products online. And on the 26th of February, 2014, I was selling my first actual uh, informational product online, which was called, or is still called a simple sales copy. And I made like uh, around a hundred sales at the first day. And this was around 900 to $1,000 in revenue. And I was like really blown away by that. So 
And since then I actually really developed from there and I, I know now that I need to really work with the right kind of people and I need to attract the right kind of person to work with me and, and I'm also like doing it this all by myself except like the things that I could can outsource such as logo designs and technical side of things like hosting and all of that stuff. But the main thing, like writing my own, writing the sales copy, this is something that I really want to write. I should uh, say that everybody should write their own sales copy, even if you suck at the beginning. Um, email marketing is also a skill you can learn. You can first, you can copy from others. You can sign up for the big names and then watch what they are doing. What's their strategy behind? So, and then I started like selling every two or three months, like one informational product. And I was getting started with um, with um, paid traffic, and so I was experimenting like with CPA marketing. This was simply something that I really I just said I wanted want to be one of these guys, you know, making some paid traffic conversions and getting landing pages and optimizing and being being one of them, you know, like one of the one of these guys. So and since then I just really optimized my personal circumstances. Actually, I was. Um, talking to investors at the beginning because if you're using paid traffic you need to actually have some money or know somebody who has money <laughs> and who puts in the trust and also the funding for your paid traffic and so I found it because I had the proof record of to, um, of you know selling my own products and knowing what I was doing the good stuff in online marketing is that everything is pretty transparent so on the business side of things, you can actually really just show your track record and tell what you are exactly doing that makes all of this revenue and money actually. So this was like an easy sell to talk to an investor now, okay? And I'm now on a stage here where I thought I can work from home, which is completely bullshit because I can't. I simply don't have like the courage and also not the motivation to stand up and work something because I wasn't really committing to some something actually. <clears throat> so I wasn't really productive working at home. And um, now I have like my own office and I know that I want to do daily shows, daily review videos for cool products, um, for cool informational products, coachings, masterminds and higher ticket stuff as well. And it's just really fun to review all other informational products while actually being active in the paid traffic industry with CPA marketing and doing all of this. So I decided to dedicate around 750 to 1000 hours next year in doing product reviews and, and reviews in general about like tools and software. Um, if you don't know my website yet, um, check out tobistribe.com. Um, Tobis Tribe is actually the brand that I'm now actually building up from all different sources search on Facebook, Twitter, I'm everywhere. You can find everything or with the keyword Toby's tribe actually. So I would like if you could like like my official Facebook page because I'm doing like um, live streaming shows as well. So you, you get access to these kind of things only if you are contact connected with my Facebook fan page as well as on YouTube. And um, what I'm doing is actually pretty simple. I actually want to really um, help you build your digital marketing empire basically 
I want to help you to build your you know successful um, online lifestyle business and that's all that's all there is to say actually you know it's like what I like to say uh, to end this first cool <laughs> um, story here is that you can learn you need to apply and then you can earn like these are the three things that I learned so first you need to learn something and then you need to commit to one thing at a time uh, and then you need to apply this and you need to really master one thing and then you can start earning but <clears throat> don't be afraid of failing and don't let this be the reason why you do so many things but not one thing the right way okay so if you have one key takeaway or something is 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 to not be afraid and and taking massive action because the one thing that i see a lot of people are doing is like not taking massive action and not being like a crazy chipmunk doing all of the work you know you want most of you want results but don't want to put in the actual work necessary and then you're just thinking about ah this doesn't work you don't want to do that because you you lose the motivation and so don't don't let this negative circle be driving your life okay there is something that is worth like hustling all day and working 15 hours a day because at the end um, you will see your stats growing you will see your brand growing and overall that's something that once you do it like i challenge you to do one thing for, for 30 days once you you accomplished these 30 days and you did daily action uh, you're feeling really happy you know i also quit smoking and everything like that because it's an achievement and it's a tangible achievement and if you look back at the 30 days <clears throat> what you have done on a daily basis is just simply mind-blowing so you created a momentum that you don't want to simply just destroy or stop you know this one grows and that's 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 how i think everybody should you know treat one idea like okay to having ideas is one thing but to actually implement and 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 work out the plan in real life that's the that's actually the art behind it you know so with that being said you know trust yourself more do one thing at a time for 30 days make a 30 day challenge tell me about it what it is that you are doing and uh, yeah you know subscribe here on soundcloud like this episode the first episode like i don't even care if i don't have someone uh, as an interview partner yet you know this is nothing that like usually b before i had this experience usually i said okay oh shit i can't do my first show because i don't have anybody to interview you know and then i thought okay you know what think productive and think solution oriented and not problem oriented problem oriented thinking were like okay you know what i'm tired it's the end of the week you know let's call it a day and leave without creating like the first um first lesson or the first first podcast you know the first show and this was like my evil me you know it has something a lot to do with self-development and and being honest and standing in front of your fears and you know eating them up you know <laughs> like being being the guy that is strong enough um achieve like standing in front of the fear and actually solving it so with that being said even if i don't have like an interview guest i still decided to go for it and to do my first show okay because i'm not afraid anymore i'm not afraid of 
being like there outside and fail and stuff because I know what what I can share actually is valuable stuff and that I know because as as long as long as you as you what you're sharing makes sense for others I think that's cool and either you have it like the interview way because I thought okay interviews is also interesting and I try to get some some bigger entrepreneurs to my show um telling about their story telling about what what they they had what what skills they needed to deploy and what failures they made what mistakes they made um what it was that they were so afraid of because i think this is really valuable stuff and it will help everybody of us to you know to craft and construct a better life okay and for me especially i have like my mission is to help you actually break free and create your own uh, digital marketing lifestyle business. So with that being said, enjoy your weekend. And this is like a weekly show. It airs every Friday. It's called Ground Up. And uh, yeah, so hopefully I get one guest <laughs> on the next show. So I'm looking forward. I need to really schedule this, you know, like I just started like like 10 days before I had the idea of creating the podcast. So I'm a little bit behind by scheduling, I know. So it's not anybody's fault, it's mine. <laughs> so I just need to, you know, keep up and, and do, the, do the work actually. So with that being said, um, yeah, let's hear us um, next week. And if you want to check out my website, it's tobistribe.com. There I do like almost daily um, product uh, reviews if I think that they are valuable and not like scam or garbage or something I get like um, to review like the membership and everything like that I also want to <clears throat> set up more and more interviews with product creators with coaches with mentors and I just really want to give you the biggest value I can get um, for for you if you are really looking out for you know building your online marketing company and your brand so take care it was a pleasure thanks for your time um, it was a pleasure to serve you <laughs> by the first show actually thanks for your time and see you on the other shows cheers all the best